you know when you're working a night shift and it's 3 a.m. and it's like, are we drunk or delirious? I'm Emily. And I'm Hannah. And you're listening to Drunk or Delirious, a night shift podcast. How are you? <laughs> How was your drive? Um, it was fine. It was fine. I actually didn't make any stops this time, which usually I do make at least one or two stops, but I just like powered through. <laughs> nice. Good for you. It's yeah. five hours, right? It's five hours. I listened to Educated on the Way, the book. Yep. Um, I had listened to like most of it before. But um, then I never finished it, and I I remember the basics, like mm-hmm. what it's about, but I forget the details. So I was like, I'll just start it again; it's fine. So that's what I did. It's a it's good. It's a it's a heavy book. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah, it's like shocking. Um, it's so intense. Yeah, it really is. It's a, and I listened to it too. I'm pretty sure. So like, okay, I think that it's a different experience than reading it. I think so. For sure. Um, recommend it. Absolutely. Yeah. It like really puts things into perspective that like, you know, not everyone has the same experience, even in the same country. I mean, obviously we know that, but like they, they can be like dramatically different. Yeah. Like, <laughs> dr- yeah. Night and day different. Um, yeah. It's pretty fascinating. So yeah. Um, so, yeah. How are you though? I'm good. I'm good. I'm just... Yeah, this week has been just busy and a lot and I've been tired and like I feel like I've just been pretty stressed and overworked which I'm doing to myself. <laughs> I know that, but it's just been a it's been a week so far, I'm but sorry. It's okay. <laughs> uh I don't work again until Sunday night, so at least I have several nights off. And I got last night off, which was really, really helpful. I'm glad I didn't have to work. Yeah. Um, yeah, just feeling, I mean, naturally burnt out. So, yeah. <laughs> trying to fit you're everything doing a in. lot. Yeah. You're doing all the things. I feel like, like, whenever I do my clumping of days or whatever I end up working Mm -hmm. like a 72 hour week like in in seven days you know like a Mm -hmm. Wednesday to a Wednesday but and then like I feel so tired after um I slept for nine hours last night but I felt like I could have kept sleeping but I'm sure that's what you feel like every single every single week because you don't really get a solid break yeah um yeah I slept for I think we went to bed at like nine the other night and I got up at nine. Oh my gosh. It was like great. And I could have kept sleeping, but I had yes. to get up because I had um to go to a meeting. <laughs> I feel like whenever I'm on nights I end up doing that. Like I sleep for twelve or mm-hmm. thirteen hours, but then mm-hmm. it ends up biting me because then I can't sleep the next night night or day or whatever. I'm like Yeah. It's so hard to balance I, sleep. It it is really hard. Well that was a day that I like had to work that night. So usually I try and like sleep as late as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. Um 
Well, I guess that was yesterday and I didn't have to end up working, but I went to sleep just fine last night. Yeah. So freaking so tired. <laughs> well, oh, I mean, that's God. perfect because we were planning on talking about night shift. Just, I don't know, whatever we feel like, but just in general yeah. and any tips we have. I mean, it's impossible to like master it, I think. Oh, yeah. I think it's really hard. Some people are better at it than others. Some people are just like more nocturnal, made to be made to do night shift, I feel like, mm-hmm. but um, mm-hmm. not really us <laughs> or most people, I would say. Yeah, most people, <laughs> most people struggle with it. Um, but I know that there's a couple people that come to mind that are like, oh yeah, I would never switch off to days. Like I love nights, it's fine. I sleep great during the day and blah, blah, blah. I'm able to flip and I'm like, cool. Yeah. I love that for you, but it's not for me. Yeah, they're like, how could you how could you do day shift? I could never do that. Cause they're so like every they hate like all the people around. Not hate the people, but you know, it's just like it's a quieter, more chill vibe on nights. So then on days it's like it can really shock you if you're not used it's to it. It's overstimulating. Yeah. It it's really extremely is. Extremely overstimulating. Um, especially like when there's when I have a night at work where I'm like really busy or um we have some nurse practitioners that they're all amazing, but like that are really, really chatty. Mm-hmm. And like there's one that will just be in there chatting with us until like 1 a.m. And I like can't really keep up with what she's saying. And I'm just in there like in the corner in a chair, like, oh my God, <laughs> stop talking. Cause she like talks at a mile a minute oh and it's gosh. just like one thought to the next. And I'm just like, oh. And also just no social awareness. It's like mm-hmm. if everybody's doing that and everybody's participating, like fine, that's that's the vibe. Yeah. But if you're the only one talking, Read the room. She doesn't care. (laughs) Everything she has to say, like, she's so smart. So I'm like, yeah, I want to listen to you talk. I just, maybe like in smaller doses, like, let's spread it out. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It just depends on like the, the time and the place and the situation and stuff. Like, there's one of the managers at one of the places I worked. And she would like work odd hours. Like she would come in a little bit later, like 10 or 11, and then end up staying um, like 12 hours from then. So then she'd be there mm-hmm. for part of the night shift. But she just like, she did the same thing. It was just like, it was like really, really loud energy and like, real, like a, it was just a lot. And like, yeah, one thought's the next. Da, 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 da. And it's like, you can't even like take a breath. And, and all of us night shifters are just like, you need to you need to take it down like several notches. Yeah, we're not here for that. No. No. Uh-uh. Especially like in the NICU too. It's like, shh, the babies are like, we're getting we're getting ready for bath time. Yeah. We're getting ready to tuck them in for a good six hour chunk of sleep, give them their morphine and sedate them and you know, tuck right. them in. We want a nice chill night. <laughs> Yeah, some people, and that's what. So we're in the room, like we're all in one room with the babies, and so like they talk and talk and talk, and we have one of those like decibel meters, like that tell us how loud we're being. Oh, really? And I just look at it, and I'm like, oh my god, stop talking! No, you see that? Like where the babies are trying to sleep, but yeah, it's just like I've never heard of having a a decibel reader. Yeah, this is a special place. Sounds really special. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. It really is. Um, yeah. So night shift tips, man. Um, do <laughs> where do we Don't even do begin it. with that? I know. 
a lot of people are just like so daunted by it when they graduate nursing school and they're like, oh my God, I can't do nights. Like, I don't want to do it, which like I fully was afraid of it as well. Um, And I was talking to one of my coworkers at my daytime job and she was like, I didn't do bedside nursing because of night shift. Really? Oh my God, she's only ever done home health. And I was like, wow. That's That's a rare find, I feel like. Yeah. Almost everyone, I think, seems to go straight into the bedside, which you don't have to do, but but it seems like you're pushed into it from nursing school because that's what they show you the most of is like med surge. That's like, mm-hmm. I think maybe start with it, like the positives of it, <laughs> then we okay. can kind of talk about how to navigate it. But yeah. I think that night shift is a really great experience for any nurse to have just because it's it's such a great way to learn. Um, there's so much more downtime that you have that you can like really um, – get to focus on like learning, especially in the NICU, like learning the pathophysiology, like having the time to actually go through everything. Like you can chat with the doctors and the, or the NPs like in rounds a little bit longer, I feel like, or like, you know, you could set, take them aside and be like, Hey, can we talk about this versus like during the day, like they're go, 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 go. There's a million people around. There's just like not as much time, um, which is also a great experience in itself for just like time management. But, um, and you get to see a lot on days, but nights is like a really good way to like hone in your skills and and work on your time management with all all of the like extra stuff going on. Yeah, I I definitely agree. I think there's like pros to both shifts, which is why when I first started, I you had to rotate, and I loved yeah. that. Um, I felt like when I was on day shift, it was like very overwhelming, and I didn't like no offense, but the people as much. I just, they, it, it, I vibed with the night shift crew more. Um, it was really busy. It was overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Doctors, therapies, procedures, and parents and families. And mm-hmm. all of that was like, plus when you're, especially when you're a new grad and you're just like trying to learn all of your basic skills, that's, that's a lot to manage and know even like how like you said how to prioritize or where to begin yeah so I always looked forward to when I was going to be on nights again and then nights I'd feel like in my personal life I was just not as present just because you're hungover Mm -hmm. it feels like you're hungover all the time um so then I would look forward to the other like to day shifts so I feel like I really did like flip-flopping at the time it's really hard but when I was 22 it was easy (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, we had to do it every two months. Okay. Like two, yeah, a stretch of two months of days, a two months of nights. And like we did that for the first year. Okay. And then we went to nights. Um, it's hard. The flopping is, is really hard, but it is important to get an, an experience on both shifts as I a new grad so. for sure. Yeah. I feel like for me too, um, like all those, all the overwhelming things of, you know, there was a lot of overwhelming things about day shift, but probably the hardest thing for me at first was talking to parents. Mm-hmm. I just felt so dumb because I was like, I'm 22. Like I just graduated from college where I went out every weekend and I'm still doing that because I'm 22 at the time, you know. Um, and, you know, you should definitely do that and enjoy Mm -hmm. safely and in moderation, of course, whatever. But like, 
I just felt like I was in no space and I had like, who was I to like educate these parents when I had no idea about anything? Like oh God, I yeah. got off my orientation and I was like, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm terrified. <laughs> and I, and you don't have like the experience of seeing like the full progression of like, mm-hmm. like you don't have the full picture yet. It takes years. Oh Yeah. It really does. And that's such a good point. I like, I was so afraid of talking to parents too. Like it just terrifies me. I mean, terrified. It's still like, I don't, I'm fine with it now. There, But there are always those parents that are like, like really intimidating or like they like really press you or they want to ask, like we had this family recently who asked each nurse the same question to see what different mm. answers they got. And it's just like, that's a common one. It happens a lot. It's weird. And it, there's some, and like, I get like wanting to know, um, like a different, a nurse's perspective, but there's certain questions where it's like, it's I like quizzing like, you. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. I mean, weird, who knows yeah. how I would be in that situation. I feel like a lot of parents end up, getting whatever you want to call it, NICUitis. I don't know. There's, I feel mm-hmm. like it, everybody gets it and it varies from parent to parent, but that place can make you mentally ill. And I'm not trying to make fun of it. Oh, I'm yeah. being hundred percent serious. Like I would be, if it was my kid there, I oh, mean, my God. it's just hard it's- to know like how you're going to react when it's your kid. And I feel like it's it is scary, especially like it's scary for the twenty two year old nurse who's taking care of the most critical infant in the NICU, because you're like, I need to I know I need to learn, but like it's it's scary and and you're mm-hmm. just like trying to do your best, but and you have to do it. You have to do it to be able to learn and to get to the next you know step in feeling more confident. And then it's scary for the parent because they're looking at this this kid who's taking care of their kid. And they're mm-hmm. like, how old are you? Like 16, you know? God, the how old are you question. Um, mm. I used, I haven't gotten that in a while, which is really nice. Same. But like when <laughs> you're a nurse, now. <laughs> when, right, my old ass is 30. Damn it. <laughs> um, but I mean, they'll still ask me like, oh, do you have kids? But um, no, I, whenever I got that question, I was just like, oh, please don't ask me that. Yeah. Or or the how long have you worked here? Um, six months. <laughs> I've been a nurse for about two days. <laughs> sucks. <laughs> but like, oh my god, like we've all been there. So if that's you, we feel you. Yeah. Like that was us not that long ago. And I promise, like it it does get better. Like you really do get more confident. It just it really is like as easy as like time and experience. Mm-hmm. It yeah. Hundred percent. Um, yeah. To piggyback off of like the NICUitis thing too. Like, mm-hmm. I the more I think about it, like the closer I get, you know, to wanting to have kids myself too. And you you grow this child inside of you for at least five months, five six months <laughs> <laughs> before there ripped from your body and like you have this idea of what you know your birthing process is going to be like what kind of bonding you get to have after you know having your baby and then like oh checks out you don't get to hold them for a week like they're too unstable or months even 
months, like hold them. You can't like take care of them um, independently, like at all. Like there, you have to defer to the nurse. And I'm really, I really try and get parents in there and like get their hands in the bed and everything because mm-hmm. I want them to feel like you know it's their baby. But right, there are times when it's like they're way too unstable for you to be in this room because it's too loud. Like, you know, like all the little things like they, it's just such a different experience. And like that, I can't even begin to imagine how much that weighs on these parents. And like, and how do you sleep at night? Yeah. You have to to be away from them. Like I can't. Yeah. I feel like I've definitely become more empathetic over time. Mm -hmm. Um, Which I think I don't know. I think it can hap- it can go both ways. Like I know some nurses who become less empathetic mm-hmm. over time because you become more callous and you see it every day. But for me, I think in the beginning, I was so focused on the job at hand, I didn't have time to like think about emotionally if I were in that mom's shoes or that dad's shoes, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think for me, I've become more sensitive with oh, age yeah. because we're closer to the age of like I mean you can have a baby at any time, but true. You know, average age nowadays, I guess. But like us actually feeling ready or like wanting it. <laughs> right. But when I'm 22 and I'm like just trying to like not kill a kid and like learn, yeah, basic skills. I mean, that's that's what I was focusing on. So I guess when I brought that up in the first place, my point was that night shift is great, like you said, to work on all of those basic skills, how to be a nurse, prioritize all those things. Mm-hmm. And then you can kind of worry about like, I mean – it's always important to like learn how to talk to the parents, but that can become more of a focus and you can become really good at it later on, I think. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And that is something you will obviously like practice more on day shift because there's going to be parents there more often. But I also, I mean, parents do come at night and I I like that time too because I feel like it's, again, it's more chill and you can just kind of like talk to them. Versus, I don't know, the daytime is just, like, far too much going on. Um, But, yeah, you'll definitely get better at it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I feel fine talking to parents now. Um, I, like, like love it now. Yeah, I like chit-chatting with them and, yeah, yeah, teaching and everything. I really enjoy it. Yeah. Um, So that's definitely a good part of Night Shift is, like – it's quieter. It's um, the crew is usually more chill, um, and uh-huh. I would say for the most part, it just depends on the unit. But for the most part, younger. Um, so I used to have a blast on night oh, shift. Yeah. Um, when you're in your downtime and you can make best friends that way. I mean, me and Emily are evidence of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was cracking up at the um, TikTok someone made. Without we oh posted, um, yeah, like yesterday, so yeah. funny. Oh my like, god, what I was, was like, it? So I've funny. never told anyone this, but yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> the girls like shoveling popcorn in the <laughs> Like you share your deepest, darkest secrets on night shift, and like it's true, I tell everyone so everything funny. about myself. <laughs> yeah, like I would never <laughs> normally do any of that, but it's just like a different bond that you have. I really, yeah. And then, like, when if and when your kid crashes or something on night shift, like, you have that trust already personally. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I'm sure that we've had nights like that together where, you know, 
it'd be mm-hmm. like you just jump into action and you would do anything for the, for that for your exactly yeah. or whoever you're working with and it's cool i just feel like you don't always find it the same way on day shift i mean it just depends who's there but sometimes people are really burnt out they've worked there a really long time they they would want to just have like an easy day and everyone does but like they're just like less um less helpful or mm-hmm. um and their attitude is just like they're they're um you can just tell like they don't want to be there and they're like counting the days till retirement. <laughs> yeah. The day shift mindset or like just personality is just very different. And like, it's interesting to me that that translates to any unit that you're on. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't matter the setup, any unit that you're on, it's just like very different. So yeah. um, that like, yeah, you're, you're kind of, on your own. Whereas like on nights, like you've got a whole team and you guys work together so well. Um, like the other night when my kiddo got really sick, Mm -hmm. um, shout out to my coworker. Um, we kicked ass and just like got it done. Like we worked together so well. She was like, okay, what do you need? Like anticipated all the supplies that we would need. Like we're going to grab everything. Like, because it was my kid, I was, like, doing all the stuff, but she was, mm-hmm. like, so on top of it um, and awesome, and we just worked really well together. And I, I don't – I do not think that that would have happened on day shift. Yeah. It just depends. I've been lucky the last couple of shifts. Shout out to Casey if you're listening. She was She's my new friend I met. Um, and she was like, Hannah, I listened to a couple of your podcasts, and I was like – Oh my gosh, that's so sweet. Um, so hi. Um, but she, we were on day shift, and she was like, we were just really a good like teamwork because unfortunately we had a couple of really busy shifts too. But like we worked really well together. But it's just like there's just no guarantee like you that you'll have someone like who's mm-hmm. willing to I don't know be a team player. Um, but I feel like on nights you it just you're just more likely to find that. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Um, and yeah, not that people aren't, I don't want to like shed a bad light on day shift, but like there are people that are awesome that are help that are super helpful yeah. like, on top of it. I think you just build like that deep bond on nights and it, that yeah. definitely, like you said, translates into um, how you work together as nurses as well. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. So I guess those are some of the like positives. Um, mm-hmm. which there definitely are a lot. Um, and then there, the negative side for me, at least I, it's, it's like all the health perspective. Mm-hmm. And I think when I was younger, I didn't seem to notice that as much. And I kind of didn't mind. Cause I was like, I'm working the same amount of hours. And like, especially in the winter, I was like, I don't see the sunlight anyway, yeah. either way. So I'm like, whatever, it doesn't matter. And it's more of a thing, at least for me, that like just started to affect me more over time, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, just doing bad habits, like you're not seeing the sun and you're not supposed to be sleeping during the day and your circadian rhythms messed up, which affects your hormones and, and um, every every single aspect of your health and your body. Um, so <laughs> I was reading that like, you know, not, people who work night shift are more – um, likely to get cancer, um, struggle with infertility, like a lot of things that I think they don't really tell you about in nursing mm-hmm. school. Um, because you just 
are expected to do it. So it's like, I guess why bother telling you the risks, right? <laughs> yeah. No, it's uh, it's true. It is true. And like that, that's my again, my like biggest um qualm with night shift is that the effects that it had on my health and my mental health and like and here I am doing it again. Um, yeah. But yeah, I can already tell. Like, I'm like, okay, no, uh uh-uh. uh. Like, it's not worth the money um, at this point. But when I was younger, I was fine. Yeah. Like, do it while you're young, get your experience, and then I don't know. I don't know. Cause like, we both, I feel like we both said, I'm never doing it again. You know, like, you made mm-hmm. a, a career change, you went in a different direction with case management. I was like, well, I didn't really know what I was going to do, but I was like, I'm only going to do day shift contracts or whatever. And then I ended And then up there's none. <laughs> yeah. And then I, I got an offer at CHOP and it said, you're either nights or you're rotating. And I was like, well. It's better uh, than no no days. Yeah. I was like, well, it's worth it like to get that experience. But mm-hmm. um, yeah. So I guess um, there's ways to do it in a more healthy way. Mm-hmm. Um, so what would you say is like, I mean, <laughs> you're probably not getting like solid sleep <laughs> very no. often. No, because- don't do what I'm doing right now. <laughs> but in a, in uh, an ideal world, if you were just doing your night contract, like what would you say is like your biggest tip? Um, I mean, I'm a super light sleeper, so I have like blackout curtains, I have um, a noise machine, and I have earplugs. I don't use my earplugs as much anymore, but I definitely did when I was first starting out. Oh, and an eye mask um, because you need to, like to simulate the night as much as possible so that like you can sleep the best. Um, that is really like I wouldn't, I mean, some people can just fall asleep anywhere and I'm so jealous of that, but um, majority of us, I think you really need to create um, a really good sleep environment mm-hmm. and, um, and oh, the, yeah. And like, have it be, make sure it's like cool or you have like a fan in your room. Cause it's during the day. Like it can get super hot during the summer. Like, so try and figure that out too, or else like, you're just not going to sleep. Um, I don't know what my biggest tip would be, though, honestly, because like I feel just like prioritizing sleep. Yeah, prioritizing yeah. sleep, really. Yeah. Um, and because, like, and I, I've been, I've done this myself too, or like I've haven't slept as much so that I could exercise or whatever. But, um, which does make me feel better. But then, if you end up just like not sleeping or being exhausted, like it's gonna the exercise isn't doing anything for you you know like you're not not reaping the benefits yeah yeah Yeah. um I would say that um I also try to stop drinking water after like 2 or 3 a.m so that I don't have to pee constantly during the day Mm -hmm. because that's a problem (laughs) yeah like I'll like I would pee have to get up at like 11 to pee and then just like you can't fall. Like, it's so hard to That's fall back the asleep. worst. Yeah. I hate it so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's good. That's a good one. And coffee. Like, don't don't overdo it. I used to overdo it 
Oh, I feel like I'm 100% overdoing it right now, but you know. Yeah, but but you have to like do it to survive. <laughs> yeah. Um, but but in general, like I used to like when I was new, I was like, oh my god, my first job. And then you know, you see in like the shows, like you know, you go and take a coffee break, and like, oh, there's a coffee maker in the break room and stuff. So then I would have my one coffee, and then I would go and fill it up and have another one, and then like, and I, it's kind of like a. I think people are more aware of it even now. I think, you know, like caffeine is like fine in moderation, of mm-hmm. course. But but when I was younger, I was like, I don't care. Like nurses run on coffee. Ha, ha, ha. Like it's like a joke. And like you just kind of think that that's how you're supposed to be. So I definitely overdid it. But now I just drink one and I'm okay. I mean, and if you have like – if you find yourself crashing after you eat lunch in the middle of the night, then just like – I used to make a green tea or something. Like that's mm-hmm. a little bit healthier and not as strong. Um, so yeah, limiting yeah. fluids past a certain time. <laughs> right. I know. But well, also too, like if you're super sensitive to caffeine, to, that might not be the best option either, like to have True. caffeine later in the night and then right. you can't sleep. It just really depends on you. But I usually try to not have it past like midnight or one. Yeah. I'm the, I do the same thing. Um, Some of those girls on day shift are like ordering starbucks at like 3 p.m and i'm like by the time you go and pick it up and finish it it's gonna be five yeah i can't what are you doing no nurses are so unhealthy we're gonna have Mm -hmm. my friend dawson on to tell us how to be healthier but (laughs) we really are we really are so bad um i also think that it's really important to eat on night shift yeah. Um, there are a lot of nurses that will like eat dinner before they leave and then like literally not eat anything all night or like just have coffee all night. Um, and I really think you should be eating meals. Yeah, because <laughs> you're up all night. That's your that's your day of of awake period, whatever. Um, yeah. Like, like sure, you can have dinner, but you should also probably have a lunch and uh a or a breakfast and a lunch. Like, you know, you right. should have your three meals a day. Like if that if that for you is you have one meal while before work, one meal while you're at work, and then one in the morning, sure. But you still need to be getting all your nutrition in. Yeah, I think that's one of the biggest problems for nurses for night shift nurses, I think, is like under eating and then a lot of the time it like backfires or like other unhealthy habits start to emerge and it's like mm-hmm. or like you end up eating like you don't pack anything, but then like you're in the break room, and then there's like oh cookies, like you just like eat cookies, that and it's just like chips. Like you go down yeah. to the cafeteria and get a ton of fries, and don't. I mean, I've done that before. And it's candy. delicious. Candy's everywhere. There's something um, about candy on night shift. Oh like, my god, I like it's so hard not to eat it. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Um, and one thing, some knowledge I'll drop on y'all: under eating. <laughs> is really bad for you so you think that that's going to help you like not gain weight or like make you lose weight absolutely it's not going to because your body goes into starvation mode and it releases all these hormones that makes you retain like your fat and retain all that energy because it's not getting enough yeah so that's why and it's funny because people still make comments to me like i bring like two meals or sometimes more and like a snack and like I bring a lot of food to work and they're like oh my god how do you stay so skinny and I'm like because I'm 
Because well, I'm eating? One, like, I'm not eating, like, no, like, I'm not eating, like, fast food or, like, a ton of, like, greasy, yeah. heavy stuff. I'm eating, like, good, nutritious food. Not that there's anything, you know, every now and then. But um, oh, yeah. I'm eating well, and I, like, and that's why, because yeah. I'm nourishing my body. Right. Which on a is, really long shift. You and need it's physical. That. Yeah. And your blood your blood sugar levels are gonna tank. Like you're gonna feel like shit. Like I don't know why. Yeah. And your do mind that. gets foggy. Like the other day when I had that really busy shift, mm-hmm. I didn't get to eat until I think it was like 4 30 or something. And I don't think I really had a snack. I ate before I left, but I eat at like it's like before six in the morning, like five fifty. Oh. So I went from 5.50 till 4.30 without eating something. That's way, 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 way too long. Like, and I just had such a busy um, room that I was in. Like, kids were coding, all kinds of procedures, like just day shift Mm. crap, you know? Mm -hmm. And I was shaking. And I was so overwhelmed, like – and, I, and things were like cooling down, but I was like still overwhelmed and I couldn't even think clearly. I was like, I think that this kid has a med and like I don't know. And and yeah, my hands were trembling and I couldn't think straight. And I was grouchy, of course, too, because oh, you're yeah. literally hangry. You get freaking hangry. Yeah. And it sucked. And I was like, I was all mad. <laughs> I, mean, I felt I better after too. I ate, but I just, it sucks that sometimes, a lot of the time, especially, um, I think like med surge nurses and ER, like especially them because mm-hmm. like it's not as common that I don't know. It just depends on the NICU. So I don't, I mean, it's hard to generalize, but right now where I am, it's pretty chill most of the time until it's not Mm -hmm. Um, just because the ratios there are really good. But yeah, I just think like nurses take a hit to their health all the time because they're sacrificing for other people. Mm -hmm. That's why it's like good to take like really easy on the go snacks, like, Mm -hmm. like high protein bars or something that, or like nuts or something that you can just like have your bag nearby and grab like a handful and just like, yep go really quick, like in between tasks or something. Like you have to prioritize you. Yes. You have to take care of yourself or else you're not going to be able to take care of your patients to the best of your abilities. Like if, yeah, you're hangry and your brain's foggy and like all of that, like you're, that's, you might miss something, you know, yeah. like if you're like going too quickly, you just, you need to fuel. Um, yeah. I always have like bars, um, little like packs of like jerky or nuts or um, really, yeah. If you have like a protein shake or something that you can bring, you know, things like that is really, you can just quickly chug that and like feel better. Um, Yeah. I, it's hard. I can't imagine working in another kind of unit, like where I wouldn't be able to eat. Like, I don't think I could do it. I know. And it's like normal for them. And it's like, it's so scary. Oh my god! It, for the, like I for not for the patients, but like for those nurses. Like I'm like oh my god! Like I feel and, so and bad for the patients too because you, they're yeah. they're being taken care of by people with foggy minds and they're not their best. It's not their fault, right? Yeah, like it's not yeah, their fault. it's not their fault. It's just the nature of this nursing world we live in so and sad. the ratios that we are succumbed to. Like <clears throat> we, like I mean, in California. When I was working there as a traveler, a nurse would come around after four hours and be like, hey, did you get your break yet? And I'd be like, oh. Insane. No, but I'm good for now. Like, I don't need it. Yeah, but like, I'm fine. Nowhere else in the country. Like, right. you do not do that. 
But anyway, yeah. yeah. So prioritizing sleep is number one. I liked all those things you said about like earplugs, eye masks, blackout mm-hmm. curtains. Those all help me. I also drug myself. Um, I don't know that that's the healthiest thing, but I have to. <laughs> so I feel like it. You know, if you if you have to do it, you know, melatonin is great. Um, cause the thing is for me, like Emily said, like if I get up to pee or something, I'm, I'm done. Like I'm not going to yeah. go back to sleep. So if I like drug myself, then at least I'm guaranteed, almost guaranteed that I'll have a longer chunk of sleep. So what do you I, take? I rotate between like Benadryl and melatonin. Probably not the healthiest to like continuously take that stuff, but I mean, I was only on nights for a month this contract. So I feel like I was like rationalizing it because I was like, well, it's temporary and I'm just going to do what I have to do for now. Um, And that was that. But yeah, I think a lot of people take like melatonin Mm -hmm. Um, and then yeah, nutrition. And um, I guess the only other, not the only other thing, but another thing I have to say is like on your days off, I think nurses have a tendency to be really hard on ourselves to be to like jump right back into life and be like okay it's my it's my night off so I have to make the most of it and I whether it's like I have to go work out or I have plans to meet my friend I have to be social or whatever it is Mm -hmm. and I would always like force myself to do this stuff and sometimes it would make me feel better like oh I'm glad I ended up doing this like I'm awake now I feel better but a lot of the time like your body is just like telling you I'm dead and I need to rest and you, you should be able to allow yourself to like have a lazy day or whatever it is to, mm-hmm. to rest. Yeah. Listen to your body and what it needs. Like if you feel like trash, probably should sleep some more. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's okay. It's okay. to just, I mean, that's one, I guess uh, one big thing about night shift is it really can impact your social life. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you really do have to take care of yourself or else you will burn out so quickly. Yeah. Have boundaries and um yeah, like you said, listen to your body. Mm-hmm. Um I also think like some people who do night shift for like long long periods of time, like if they're on straight nights, they try to stay not completely nocturnal, but they try to keep their sleep schedule a little bit adjusted always mm-hmm. whenever I did nights I would always like because I live with Eric like I want to switch back to like his schedule and wake up when he does and go to sleep when he does but um you don't necessarily have to do that mm-hmm. um like some people will go to bed on their nights off at like midnight or one and then sleep in so that you're kind of always a little bit shifted yeah um and it makes it a little bit easier so you're not like flipping back and forth so much. So that's another thing yeah. to think about if you're on like straight nights. And Flip-flopping also – is hard. Oh, it is hard. And also um, when I was on straight nights for a few contracts, Eric and I were – like we always got two-bedroom apartments. And I would like on my nights off when I'm trying to sleep – I would like toss and turn and I felt I feel bad because now looking back like I should have gotten up and left so I didn't disrupt his sleep and like gone to the other room and gone in the other bed and like read or something um but he would always like go to the other room um so I think like that's fine too like it's okay to not sleep next to your partner like you can normalize that it's okay you know yeah 
You guys both have to get sleep. <laughs> like, you can't both be sleep deprived. <laughs> yeah, because I definitely affected him, like, negatively in that period of our relationship. Because, like, I was miserable and then I, I like, took him down with me. <laughs> <laughs> He's a trooper. Yeah, I'm like, if I'm miserable, you're going to be miserable too. <laughs> Oh my god. That's wrong. So don't do that. Don't be like me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't Dan sleeps like a rock, so he doesn't have any effect from me like tossing and turning. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> um oh gosh, what else can we say about good things to do? Um I guess like tips before your first shift, like everyone's different. I try, I've done it all the ways. Like I've tried to stay up really late and then sleep really late. I've tried just going to bed at a normal time, getting up at a normal time and then napping later. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like the one that works best for me is just like going to sleep like a little bit later than normal, but not like super late and then just sleeping as long as possible. That's um, what I do. Yeah. And it's, that I think honestly works great. And then it's your first night, so it's not always... You're, you feel okay. Like, it's not, like, death. <laughs> like, if you yeah. sleep only till, like, 11, like, and you get up and you're up for the rest of the day until you go into work, like, I don't know. I feel like I'm fine. Yeah. Um, gives me time to, like, meal prep and everything, too, which I think is a really big part of also preparing for night shift. Just, like, prep all your meals ahead of time so that you actually have food to bring to work and mm-hmm. you're not scrambling in between shifts trying to cook and everything. Gives you more time to sleep too on the on your in between days. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are someone that likes to exercise and like think you can fit that in with, you know, also getting enough sleep. Um, I do like really short workouts. Like mine are thirty minutes or less. Or like I'll go on a walk or like a quick bike ride or just something. Because like some a lot of times it does make me feel better, but I don't do that like every time, like every night before work, you know, like it'll be a couple here and there that um, I like to get some kind of movement in, but that always makes me feel better. But I don't, I don't sacrifice my sleep because of it. You know, I feel like I normally get up around three 30 or four regardless. So it gives you a little bit of time. Yeah. Yeah. I used to be like crazy and work out every single day and get up like at two and force myself to go to the gym and fit it in and then, and then work all night. And then I was sacrificing my sleep. Um, so my mind has definitely shifted on that. Um, I think like if you make it a goal, especially if you work three in a row, which for most people, that's probably the best way to do night shift, but everybody's different. Um, Mm -hmm. but if you do three in a row, like you have four days off, technically, if you make it a commitment, if you're a really, really big workout person, you know, if you make it a commitment to work out, like, Four out of seven days a week or whatever. That's great. You know, you can do it on your first day, like before you go in, because I'm the same way. Like it makes me feel better because I am I do the same thing. I go to bed late, try to sleep in as long as I can. If it's 11, great. If it's noon, even better. Then I mm-hmm. can meal prep and then I can go to the gym. Um, and then you can work your three days and just focus on sleeping and resting and yeah. uh, nutrition. And then on your days off, then you can kind of get back into your workouts. Yeah, 100%. That's like pretty much what I've been doing with this because like there are days in between that I'm like, nope, absolutely can't <laughs> can't yep. work out. And that's that's okay because 
I think, and I think we've said this before, but like your sleep and your nutrition are going to be like the most important factors and like working out is always the cherry on top. Yeah. Like if you can, great. But like if you're focusing on your nutrition and you're getting adequate rest, like that's going to be the best thing for your body. Yeah. And your 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 mind. Mm -hmm. Because mental health, my mental health suffers more when I work nights. Um, Yeah. It's, it can be a dark place, I think. Like, you know, especially, I mean, it just depends on your unit and how it's set up. But sometimes you're alone in the NICU mm-hmm. and you're just mm-hmm. like with your babies. And like, if you do have downtime, like, I feel like more dark thoughts, I mean, <laughs> start to emerge and stuff yeah, I, on spiral. nights. <laughs> you can definitely spiral, especially if you have something personal going on, like, mm-hmm. which, you know, everybody does at some point, like, whether it's like family members are sick or like um, you're going through a breakup, like, Mm-hmm. I mean, I know I've been there, of course, like I've gone through breakups in my, in my nursing career and then I've worked nights and then it just seems like, oh my God, life is over. And then, then the sun comes up and everything kind of starts to seem better. But I think, yeah, it's tough. But if you are prioritizing your, your physical health um, through sleep and nutrition first, mm-hmm. then it can help with your mental clarity too but it doesn't mean it's easy mm -mm. and I think that's what's like been hard for me this week I just feel like my mental health has um suffered um just with my shifts and like lack of sleep and it's just gotten to me this week and so yeah um there's not as much that I can do about that right now (laughs) yeah with my schedule, but versus just like talking about it and um, acknowledging it and knowing it's temporary. But when you're on nights full time, doing everything else you can to, you know, make sure you're healthy in every other aspect is really going to help with your mental health. Yeah. And I'm sorry you're feeling bad. I've been there like a lot of people have. And it's like, mm-hmm. um, I think for both of us, like, at least, like you said, being able to acknowledge it and and know that like a lot of it is coming from your like working nights is mm-hmm. a huge thing. Because I think in the past when I was younger, like I just wasn't aware of all this stuff. Like right. I was like, why am I feeling set more sad or anxious? And like I didn't, I wasn't able to like connect the dots. Yeah. Whereas now I think I think we are a little bit more and and um, be able to figure out ways that are gonna make you feel better. But first things first is to get off nights. <laughs> I know. And I know. And it's so hard, you know, with this contract, I'm just trying to figure out what I want to do with the rest of my life or just put like moving <laughs> forward from this contract. Like, yeah. it's such great money. Do I want to keep doing it? It's night shift though. And like, is that worth, is the money worth my like mental, mental and physical health? Mm-hmm. And like bottom line is no, <laughs> right. but then there's good things that come out of it too, where it's like, okay, cool. I can take X amount of time off or like I can go on these trips and like that refreshes me, but I don't know. It's really, it's a really tough balance for me trying to figure out if it's worth it or not. Yeah. I don't see how like, su- like long-term that can be sustainable the way that you're doing it now. I think it's like, yeah, no, I know something would have to give. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It wouldn't have, it couldn't be, um, like this for right. ever, but yeah. But I'm proud of you. You're doing awesome. Thanks, girl. My gosh, you know, um, yeah. Day at a time. Uh huh. 
I feel like we touched on a lot. There's so much more we could really say about Night Shift, but again, we're at 50 minutes, guys. We could talk about anything for hours and hours. We We could do a whole episode on like mental health too, in general, Um, Mm -hmm. down the road, maybe have a guest on for it or something. But I think so. I think that would be great. Um, I think it's really, really important that we all talk about it. Because, mm-hmm. uh, like, you know, it it has such a stigma. And I think that's getting so much better lately. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's really important. Like, especially with all the shit we've been through. Yeah. These last couple of years as nurses. And, like, we've gotten barely any of it. So, yeah, knowing how we feel, like, I can't imagine how people working in, like, adult critical care oh, ICUs work. Like, I can't. No, I know I, I couldn't do it. Mm-mm. Um, yeah, y'all so are amazing. The PTSD we think about is you real. a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that wraps it up. But um, yeah, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. And um, check out our episode next week. We're either going to have on um, my boyfriend talking about uh, nursing finances or uh, my friend Lauren's also going to come on and talk about her story. She is a cancer survivor turned oncology nurse. Um, oh, so she has a really great story. So I'm really excited to chat with her too. Yeah, I'm so excited for that. But yeah, those are a couple of our upcoming guests. So stay tuned. Yeah. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. I feel like we got some good stuff in there. Maybe. This podcast is produced by Emily Richardson and Hannah Quirk. The intro music is by Dan Lemire. Please help us out and rate, review, and subscribe. You can find us on Instagram at drunkordelirious or send us an email at drunkordelirious at gmail.com.